0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 978. What? He sat up suddenly, his eyes wild and panicked. What have you done? His reaction startled me, and I held up my hands defensively. Nothing, I insisted. It's not me, it's a girl, I know. Elodin's face grew ashen. Fella? He said, oh, no, no, she wouldn't do something like that. She's too smart for that. It sounded as if he were desperately trying to convince himself. I'm not talking about Fella, I said. I'm talking about a young girl I know. Every time I turn around, she's picked another name for herself. Oh, Aladdin said, relaxing. He leaned back against the tree, laughing softly. Calling names, he said with tangible relief. God's bones, boy, I thought, he broke off shaking his head. You thought what, I asked. Nothing, he said dismissively. Now, what's this about a girl? I shrugged, beginning to regret bringing it up in the first place. I was just wondering what you'd say about a girl who keeps changing her name every time I turn around, she's picked a different one. Diana. Donna, Diane. I'm assuming she's not some fugitive? Elodin asked, smiling. Hunted, doing her best to evade the Iron Law of Atur, that sort of thing? Not to the best of my knowledge, I said with a faint smile of my own. It could indicate she doesn't know who she is, he said, or that she does know and doesn't like it. He looked up and rubbed his nose thoughtfully. It could indicate restlessness and dissatisfaction. It could mean her nature is changeable and she shifts her name to fit it. Or it could mean she changes her name with the hope it might help her be a different person. That's a lot of nothing, I said testily. It's like saying you know your soup is either hot or cold. That an apple is either sweet or sour. I gave him a frown. It's just a complicated way of saying you don't know anything. You didn't ask me what I knew of such a girl, he pointed out. You asked me what I would say of such a girl. I shrugged, tiring of the subject. We ate grapes in silence as we watched the students come and go. I called the wind again, I said, realizing I hadn't told him yet down in Tarbine.' He perked up at that. "'Did you now?' he said, turning to look at me expectantly. "'Let's hear it then. All the details.' Elidan was everything you could want in an audience, attentive and enthusiastic. I related the entire story, not sparing a few dramatic flourishes. By the end of it, I found my mood much improved.' That's three times this term," Elodin said approvingly. "Sought and found at the end of the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana.
1: I'm Jeremy. Is this the first time, textually, that we are warned of the dangers of changing one's own name?
2: Um. Yeah.
1: I think we've you I feel know like
2: uncertainly. I feel like yeah. we discussed this idea before, but it's based on this page that we were discussing it.
1: Well, it also seems to me like the kind of thing that you could infer from a read. That that to mess with your own name might be troubling, and then it's confirmed. Like this, this never felt like a revelation to me. Mm. Well, it I did always, to me. <laughs> oh, okay, well, you know, I know that you are a a pelican of a reader, opening your craw and waiting for the slop to be, to be shoveled in. Yes,
2: you know? that's the ideal reading state. You want to be able to fit a baby in there, soft and warm for baby in
1: pelican mouth. <laughs> Uh, but so uh, to that, uh, I think it would be funny if the actual answer is she is the, El- the answer that Elodin tosses off. Yeah, I was going to say like they're, they're dismissing out
2: of hand pretty casually yeah. the idea that she might actually be a fugitive, perhaps not from the
1: iron law of Ator, but perhaps
2: a f- f- fugitive from somebody.
1: I mean, if she is, she's doing a real Ben Kenobi of it mm. by changing her name <laughs> to like Dianae. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And then the other things are, you know, to me, they are in the context of the book, they ring true. But if someone said this to me in real life, I would say they're doing armchair psychology and I would I would brush them off. Well, but we all know that there's
2: no more accurate form of psychology than armchair psychology.
1: Yeah. Would you trust a psychologist who wasn't reclining in an armchair puffing on a pipe? No, I wouldn't. Uh, I shouldn't assume that this... That this psychologist is male, obviously. Mm. Although, you know, I suppose someone who's going to do armchair psychology probably would be. (laughs) I mean, you say armchair psychology,
2: and I actually can't not think of Jordan Peterson, so. Ooh.
0: uh... (laughs) Ooh, shots fired. I don't want to inject him into our (laughs)
1: podcast either. Uh, Well, still, yeah. He's the ultimate armchair psychologist. (laughs) If there's one guy I
2: want to do psychology on me, I want them to be permanently on Benzo's. Oh, yeah, and like in sort of
1: a meat coma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, A definitely.
0: meat coma? D- yeah.
1: You know what? Let's let's change the subject. I don't want to <laughs> talk about Jordan Peterson and his bizarre meat. I was like, I don't
0: anymore. know enough about this thing I don't like. Just <laughs> count yourself
1: lucky. You know, you you had the right idea in never getting into Twitter, Jordana. So even though I am now, like, I have managed to cut you the You've escaped,
0: and, and yet it is still with you. Yeah, it, right, it
1: once it will, you
2: start down the dark path, forever will it dominate your destiny exactly
1: exactly always like a canker it will remain in my brain forever mm-hmm. like forever. a splinter uh, in your mind driving yes. you mad yeah exactly exactly and then on the flip side now that i've switched to tumblr i like know about weird fandoms mm. and and drama in fandoms that i have no particular need of like did you know that they're making a a dark universe miraculous uh, ladybug and chat noir show
0: did you just None say of chat, those... chat Noir? That's the of the show. No, it's it's chat, it's which is like, it's French for cat. It's Cat no, Noir. No, Jordana,
1: it's because he has poop powers and he pooped in the past tense. <laughs> chat Noir, yes. Exactly. It's like when, you, when you've when you been digesting blood and also your poops though, are black. You've I've chat, seen you've chat noir. like
0: the majority of that show, and I'm obsessed, and it's a problem.
1: Okay, well, are you ready for the Dark Universe show that they're making?
0: I mean, if it's, yeah, why not? Like, just make more shit. Why the fuck that? It's very much like, it's one of those standard formula shows, so you just put it on and turn your brain off. It's Surely
1: like- you mean make more shit.
2: <laughs> okay, that's enough out of okay. you two. Clearly, I'm the only one okay, who has. Okay, back this to the page. <laughs> But like Quoth is right, right? I think like Quoth is identifying Eldin's kind of armchair psycho- psychoanalysis bullshit. No actually, way! they both. Acknowledge- I feel
0: a totally different way about this. Okay. Well, like I actually think that Elidin's points are not him saying that he doesn't know. It really could be any of those things, and I think that there are those are like reasonable arguments.
2: Well, yeah, but like those are all things that Quoth has also thought of.
0: Yeah, but Elidin doesn't know that. How yes, is Elodin you know, to know that Quoth has already thought of those things? Elodin
2: is to know that because those are the obvious things you... Like, if you found out that someone was changing their name all the time, those would be the first things you would think of, probably. so like, okay.
1: what, what you could take of this is that Elodin, the wise teacher, is trying to teach Quoth that, like, why would I have any more insight than you did? I also I don't necessarily think that's true. I don't... I mean, maybe. It's nice to think of Elidin as as... Uh, omnipotent or omniscient in the sense of like he knows what Kvoth needs to learn at any given time. Uh, so he could be that. Like ultimately the lesson here is like you didn't ask me what I knew. How would I know about this girl? I could tell you what what I thought about it. What I yeah. thought about her and, and what you And what I thought about it is what any person with the information
2: you just gave me would think, which is not actually helpful to you.
1: Yeah. Although what is helpful is the knowledge that he is aghast at the idea that someone is actually changing their capital N name. That's yeah. useful information that Quoth doesn't...
0: Doesn't like, cling to at all. He doesn't go, yes. what if
1: she is doing that? What if she has no name? And that's why. Because yeah. like we have no reason to believe that Denna is her real name. It's just the name that Quoth knows her as.
2: Well, but also Quoth's not reading this book. He doesn't have a reason to like... Uh... Look for significant information in everything everybody says. I think
1: at one point she says to him, I like Denna best from you. Like, I, th- I think she's all but admitted to him that Denna's not her real name. And he just, I don't think he, well, bit, he noticed that. But I think that when we discussed that moment, we had
2: a contentious debate because to me, that means that it is her real name. And she only wants Quoth to know
1: it. <laughs> No, absolutely wrong. Sorry. Well, no, she initially,
0: <laughs> she introduced herself as Donna to him when she first met him, right? And yeah, he, before
1: she, she had started on her journey of weirdness. Of weird
0: name changing. I right?
1: mean, she okay. maybe had already started on it. That's what she I was, was thinking. Was, it was early on her on the path.
0: Like, I feel like she got on the wagon and decided, like, maybe I'll go by a different name. Like, also, maybe her name and, is, like, Susan.
1: Exactly. And also, as I recall, it was one of, and this was way, way back... Then I first read this book I was annoyed that Quoth seemed to know the names of characters before they introduced themselves like Ambrose he never learned Ambrose's name in the in the plot there's never a scene where someone goes that was Ambrose he's a nasty guy he just starts referring to him as Ambrose in the narration which like is fine ultimately and it also maybe says something about Quoth's ability to pick up names and as i recall i could be wrong about this but it it could be that there is no moment when she introduces herself as Denna. He just sort of starts referring to her as Denna in the narration. Uh, I think she does
2: introduce herself. Anyway, this is all getting off off the page somewhat. Um, but I do, I want to jump back to a point you brought up earlier, Nick, because I think it's relevant. I think this scene is here to show us that Eladin is not all-knowing, and he is actually, he's a lot more human and and uh down to earth than similar kind of wise mentor figures are because he is capable of being surprised and flabbergasted by by both telling him something he's like and he's capable of like i think the power dynamic between them shifts in this scene where like suddenly eloden isn't the the dispenser of mysterious knowledge and the the kind of like wise and inscrutable teacher uh or at least he's not only that and Quoth gets to take on some of that role uh by the end of the scene which i think is interesting
1: he is still a good mentor though like he still is gassing up Quoth, and he is still being an appreciative uh audience member and he is still saying like he's a proud he's excited and proud for him that he called the wind Mm -hmm. which you know kvothe feels a bit like a kid to me being like you know Oh, I found it. Do you want to hear about Dilophosaurus? I called the wind for a third time, sort of unbidden out of nowhere. Like, please be proud of me for this. And Elodin is, is proud of him for it. Mm-hmm. But I mean,
2: I, I agree. And I think that's an interesting change in their relationship. But I think it also kind of ties back into the shifting power dynamic that I was thinking of. Because I think that now that now that Elodin thinks there's something worth thinking about in regards to Quoth, that Quoth is not just an annoying kid who won't stop pestering him to teach him stuff. Now that he's interested in him, I think that their, the power dynamic in their relationship
1: has changed. And I, I agree with that. It, it feels very different to me. Not like in a negative way, but certainly different. They feel more like a peer, mm-hmm. like a mentor, like mentor-mentee, but not in the mystical sense. Like yes. In the, in the professional sense, almost.
2: Yes. Reasonable. Jordana, do you have anything you wanted to throw out on this page?
0: I think I said all of my things. Yeah, I think we're good.
1: We've ran a little long. We have a couple letters, but tomorrow's a short page. So why don't we save the letters and move on? So reasonable. be it. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. You... Fine, Jeremy, you can sign off. You tend to be better at them than I am anyway. No, you go ahead. Uh, we'll see you
0: tomorrow on another Page of the Wind. Bye! <laughs>